You're listening to Way Outside. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Way Outside. My name is Jake Hoffman. This is your first time listening. I'm a 17-year-old basketball enthusiast from Evanston, Illinois, who... Posts episodes to about different basketball things. I've also, guys, I'm going to be talking about. I am up starting. I'm going to be starting two new podcasts within the next month or so. And um, if you want for more information on that, you should go follow both my regular Instagram at jfkoff Seven and Way Outside's Instagram, which is Way Outside Underscore, to find out more information on those. One of them will be sport related. One of them will not. But I still think even that other one should be really checked out. And I will give you guys more information another time. Today, so as by last episode, we talked, I graded each team's um, offseason, including the draft and who they signed. And now I'm going to um, look at Westgate's current projections for how many, for wins for each team. And I'm going to say what I think, compared to that, how many wins I think these teams are going to have, compared to what they think, and also what I think. And we're doing this in the order of, not that, like, you know, usually they see that when you start with the Atlanta Hawks, says they're A. But they're city. No, we're just doing the name of the teams letter. So the first team we're going to talk about the Blazers. Westgate only Westgate predicts them having forty six point five wins, which obviously, I think that's too low. I think the Blazers are going to Blazers last year won fifty three. I think I don't think they're going to win that many, but I would put the Blazers around forty nine fifty wins because Damian Lillard, Serge Ibaka. I think if Hassan Whiteside pickups are going to be pretty good, Rodney Hood. Getting more chances to play, I think that team is going to be good. Obviously, they're not going to be the best in the West, but I think they can definitely win fifty games and forty six. Two teams too low. Next, we go on to the Bucks, who are projected to win fifty nine games after winning sixty a year ago. I, I like the Bucks a lot. I like Giannis is amazing, Middleton stuff, but I think that loss of Brogdon causes them more than one game. I think they're going to win around fifty seven games. Malcolm Brogdon, I don't think people understand his stats. Man, like his kind of average all points. This guy's a perfect fit for them and a perfect fit for any team. He's because he's efficient. He doesn't require many shots. He can create off the dribble. And he can make plays for others. He's a really good player, and I think that he's they're really gonna miss him. So I think they're gonna win around 56, 57 games. The Bulls, who my home team projected to win thirty three games, which would be a lot big improvement over the twenty two we won last year. Um. I think 33 is pretty close. I think there's a chance that they go 34, 35, everyone's healthy the entire year, but I would say 33 to 35 wins. I think that's pretty the close one so far. The Cavs are projected to win 24.5 or 25 games after last year winning only 19. I think that this is about accurate. I think the one thing, though, is if the Colin Sexton, I mean, the Garland-Sexton matchup works out, really doesn't work out, then it could you could see them back to around 19. But... They will also have a Kevin Love. I'll probably have Kevin Love for a lot more games than they did last year, but I think around that, it's fine. The Celtics is a really hard one for me to gauge. Last year, they disappointed. Only won 49 games, as many people know. Despite this, their team is less talent than it did before. That's, that's a fact. But I think, is there a chance that this team can do better with less because of the opportunities? Yes. I think they're going to win 51 games. Because Kemba, I think that the chance of getting Tatum and Brown, I think, depends. I think they'll be good, but I just still don't think that they're going to be like... Kyrie wasn't the problem last year. I mean, they're, they're not much better without Kyrie. That's, like, ridiculous. 
The Clippers are projected at 55 wins, and I think I see the reason behind this being that Kawhi Leonard, this is assuming Kawhi Leonard sits out a decent amount of games like he did last year, which I think is pretty likely. However, I still think I'd give them 57 wins, too, because... They get Paul George, Lou Williams. That team is going to be stacked. Even if Kawhi Leonard doesn't play, they're better than the Raptors would be without them. Leonard playing. So I still think the Clippers are going to even exceed that expectation. The Grizzlies won 33 last game year games last year and projected to win 27. I think they're going to win a little bit less just because some of the other teams in the West got John Morant's is going to be a very good player, but their first year, they're not going to have a lot of stuff. I'm going to give them I'm going to give them 24 wins. And all the win totals might not perfectly add up, but because I'm not doing that, all that math. Sorry, guys. Um, now we are on to the Hawks, who are projected 129 games last year, projected around 34, 35, 34 wins. I think they're going to win 34, 35 wins because I do think they're going to be better. Trey Young, John Collins, and DeAndre Hunter was a great addition to draft. And Cam Reddish, if he becomes somewhat decent, yeah. The Heat. The Heat are a hard one for me, Gage. The Heat are projected 44 wins, which for me seems like. They're, that would be just in the 8th seed for the playoffs. And they're 139. And I think that's a pretty accurate thing for them. I mean, Jimmy Butler's a great player, one of my favorite of all time, but there's not much else on that team that's like can carry them. I think they get... They, the, they might... There's a chance they can win 38 games, and there's a chance they can win 45 or 46, but I don't see anything more than that. They're not going to be a great team. The Hornets are projected 23 wins after winning 39 years ago. Honestly, I think they're going to be winning way less than 23. I think they'll win, like, 18. That team is terrible. <laughs> Terry O'Shea, Pickles, but too. That team is going to suck a lot. Free wins for a lot of teams. They're going to be terrible. Um, the Jazz are predicted 55 wins. When they're winning 50 a year ago. I liked it. I think 55 is a great number. I'm going to stick with that because... This is a team that's good in regular season, but in the playoffs, that's when I think they're really going to shine because of showing their coach, Quinn Snyder, and just showing the team that they have has always been able to be a solid playoff team. I think this team in the playoffs is going to be pretty scary. I don't think that, I think they, they're a potential conference finals team. But I think 55 wins is an accurate amount. The Kings are projected at 38 wins after winning 39 a year ago. I would, I'm going to go back to like four. I'm going to give them 40 wins just because... The, I'm assuming the, the assumption of Buddy Heald and Darren Fox and Marvin Bagley. I don't think that Willie Collison was going to be losing him is a huge loss. I think there's a chance that they can be like the ninth seed like they were last year. But yeah, I think that that deal thing's pretty close. The Knicks are projected 28 wins after winning 17 years ago. I think 28 is too high. They definitely got better. The Julius Randle and thing. I don't think they're winning 28. I would give them 26 for war games. I just don't think they could win 28 games. I just don't see that happening right now. The Lakers rejected at 51 wins. So winning 37 a year ago. For me, I'm go- I want I'm I think this amount is perfect because it's not about how good they are. It's that both you have two players, one of them is 35 years old, or maybe 35, that's LeBron, and the Anthony Davis, who has been injury prone his entire career. I think that they're both going to miss a decent amount of games, which will cause their record to not be amazing. But I still think, obviously, they're a threat when they make the one they play playoffs. The Magic projected at 42 wins after winning 42 last year. I don't see the Magic winning 42. I think the Magic are going to win around 35. I mean, 37. 38, 39, sorry. Because they were the exact same team, but other teams in the East got better. And the Magic are literally the exact same team. Their starting lineup's the same. 
their but their front seven eight players are the exact same, which is like, yeah. The Mavericks are projected forty one wins after winning thirty three Euro. Uh, it depends on when Kristaps comes back, and I still don't know if Kristaps plays over at least sixty five games. I will give them the Magic forty three wins, because Luca and Kristaps is going to be insane. If he doesn't, I would say they're more likely to win thirty seven or thirty eight. The Nets are projected forty four. Four wins because, obviously, Kevin Durant is expected to miss the entire season next year. And Kyrie Irving leading the Nets, I think 44-45 wins is about what they would win. The Nuggets are projected to win 53 games after winning only after winning 54. I don't think they're going to regress. I think they might. They're probably going to stay 54, maybe even 55. That Nuggets team is... The difference between the Nuggets and the Magic is the Nuggets kept their team together, but they kept their team together. Well, they also added Jerry and Grant, and they didn't have a real shot blocker before that, so I think that's going to be a big help to their defense. And he's also just a really good player. Pacers are projected to win 48 win- games, which is what they won last year. Um, Which is, this? it's like, I agree with 48, but it kind of feels weird saying that, because last year they obviously had injuries and they didn't have Malcolm Brogdon. But I think that they were just able to exceed because some of the other lesser teams in the East, they got some games on. So I think 48's around what they're going to win. Pelicans are projected 39 after winning 33. This is a hard one for me because, you know, the, all the hype surrounding Zion. But I think 39 is a little too high. I'm going to give them 37. Just because I don't know how all the pieces are going to mesh. If I look at talent-wise, there's a chance they could make the playoffs. But it's just too hard for me to gauge how all that fits together. And include the links of people who haven't played any games, a season's veteran. Yeah. Sorry, someone called me in the middle of this shit. Um, okay, now we're going to move on to the Pistons, who are projected 38 wins as we're winning 4-1, which means they think a regression. I agree with this. I mean, it's just because they don't have enough good. They don't have a good guard. D-Rose is good. I don't think D-Rose is good enough to help make them a playoff team again. Blake Griffin... You're depending on Blake Griffin's health, which is always going to be a thing. He did have a great bounce back league last year, but I don't see them winning more than 38 games, honestly. The Raptors are projected 47 wins after winning 50 at a year ago. 47 is too high for me. Yes, you still have Larry Siakam and Ibaka, but I don't know. I think I don't think Siakam's going to take as nearly as big of a step last year as he did this year. And I don't know if they have a dominant closer then. Um, I think they're going to win around 44 games. That's just me. The Rockets are projected 55 after winning 53 with the addition of Russell Westbrook. Obviously, this one's another hard one for me, Gage. I'm going to say 52. Because there's a chance that this could blow up because the two most dominant ball handlers of all time. But there's a chance that they can somehow make it work. This team would be as talented as any. So, yes. The 76ers are projected to win 55 games after that. I think they're going to win more. I'm going to give them 56. Because the addition of Al Horford and Josh Richardson, just because of how defensively stout that team will be. And if Ben Simmons comes back with more of a jump shot, that team is going to be really hard to stop. Um, The Spurs are projected 47 wins after the thing. The Spurs, you're always going to count them out and they'll always make the playoffs. I think the playoffs, I would give them, I'm going to stick with 47 wins, even though I just, just on paper, they don't seem like they're winning the main games, but it's great Popovich still. So as long as that, they will win 47 games, they will make the playoffs. It's just like a guarantee. It's like death and taxes, the same at all guaranteed. The Suns are projected to win 30 games after winning 19 a year ago. I don't see the Suns winning 30 games. I see the Suns winning like 26, 
like Ricky Rubio's good, but they're still not a good team. And I don't know if Devin Booker is still able to level. And they need the Suns need to think about what they're going to do with him because that guy's a stud. And they don't want to... I don't think he wants to waste his entire career when he's averaging all these 25 points at 22 years old. I don't think he wants to be on his team. The Thunder projected 31 wins after winning 49 a year ago. I think that... I'm going to go with 20. I'm going to go with, like, 28. I think Chris Ball might get traded at some point, and either way, this team is not going to be good. <laughs> Which I'm worried about for Thunder fans because it, when you're in a, if you're in a bad market, if you're in a small market, and you're losing, that's when you lose have a chance of becoming, of being moved back. And Seattle has been asking for a team ever since they left. So, if they don't become good, in, let's say five seven years, should be a real question about that. Timberwolves are projected 36 wins, which is what they won last year. I'm going to give them 37. I think that Carly attempts to take another step. I think that the Jared Culver and DeAndre Hunter thing will work. I think that the... Not DeAndre Hunter, Jim. Jared Culver and... Who am I thinking of? Jared Culver and... Oh, Robert Covington. I'm sorry. I think Robert Covington is going to be good. The starting five is good. The bench worries me and the coaching staff worries me, but I still think they're in. The Warriors are rejected 50 games, which after 57. I think 50 is a great number because Clay Thompson's got a lot of years. Steph Curry's still going to be off and probably one of the bit number top three MVP candidates, but still they're not. They're, the West is a lot better, and I don't think. The Wizards are rejected 28 wins, which to me just seems too low. I'm going to give them so the Warriors. Yeah, I'm going to 50. 28, I know that they're... The Wizards are special, but John Wells is most likely going to be back for at least part of the season. Bradley Beal and having, I think, Isaiah Thomas, if you have him off the bench, is a great, still really good player who can get you buckets. I don't know what the Wizards, man, at this point. I don't even know what the hell is going on. But I, I think the 28 is too well. I'll give him like 31, 32. But anyways, guys, that yeah, that is going to be, that is my win prediction for all teams. So, most, so pretty much, I think that they get that, um, West, sorry, um, that Westfield, uh, Westgate current has a decent ga- grasp on it, but I still think there's definitely some major holes in it. Um, I don't think maybe they're not accounting for injuries or they're just doing like assuming everyone plays healthy, but still, I definitely see some errors in this. But anyways, everyone, that's going to be it for this episode. Make sure to follow this, follow me on SoundCloud at, which is this new at Jake, way outside by Jake Hoffman. Also to follow way outside's Instagram at, at way outside underscore. Also, if you also make sure to check the description below if you want if you want information for emailing me about collabs or anything you know, questions. But anyways, guys, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.